On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Five after six here on High Tide, Grant Boyden. With you, unfortunately, no Kieran Ricky, no, but we do Kieran's have Alan, sick, Alan Blake is with us, which is good to hear. Oh, thank you. I didn't say that when the alarm went off this morning. I <laughs> know, it's hard, isn't it? If you're heading out today, north to northeasterly, 15 to 20 knots, reaching 25 uh, offshore in the evening, about a metre swell increasing to 1.5 to 2. will be a southerly uh, swell coming up at about 2 metres, uh, decreasing to 1.5, but mostly sunny. So if you've only just turned the radio on, you haven't been listening to anything for the last three or four weeks, there is an election coming up <laughs> Is there? Yes. I That's why I keep getting text messages. I think it's next weekend. We've got Robert Borzak, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party online. Morning, Robert. Uh-oh. Turn him on. Oh, there we go. Ooh, okay. <laughs> How are you? Sorry, no, my no, fault, no, my no, fault, no, Robert, no, not yours. I shouldn't say, gentlemen. I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kira's not here. You can say that. There's no problems. <laughs> What have you done to Kieran? He, uh... He's on the sick list. He's, he's had a, a virus or something for a couple of weeks now. He doesn't sound the best, so he's taking it easy. He sounds very good. But anyway, <laughs> that's another story. So we're not picking on him now. You are. There's no problem. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, you know, I've talked to him enough. I can pick on him. He doesn't mind. That's fine. <laughs> now, Robert, we have an election next weekend. We do, we do. We've we've uh, been on the campaign trail since the 1st of October, would you believe? But uh, I think there's an awful lot of people in this state not very engaged in the process. Um, I don't know whether you've noticed it. And I know in, exactly uh, how they feel. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too long? Is it just too long, the campaign? Oh, look, it's, I mean, that's standard, really. Um you know, in terms of the formal legalities, legalities of it all. Yeah. Um, but I think, I don't know, this this campaign, um, I know it sounds a little silly, but it feels different. Um, I think after two years of COVID, after, uh, you know, we're now back into uh, in higher interest rates, things changing, people are, uh, are, are disengaged, they're not interested in what's actually happening on the political front, and they should be, because it's very, very important day, the 25th of March, and uh, people have to exercise their democratic right uh, and vote according to where they think who should be running the state. It's uh, it's a big thing. You know, we've got a very large uh, deficit that this current government's running. Uh, I think it's over $11 billion, and we have to think very carefully about what we're going to be doing. Um, we can't and just be spending, 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 which is what we're seeing We've seen an awful lot of promises being made by both sides of politics. And with the economy, prom- hang on, they're promises that don't have to be kept. They're election yeah. promises, so you can break them all the time. <laughs> and with the economy yeah. slowing down, it's probably more important now, even if people haven't voted in the past, it's more important now that you get up and, and stand up and have your say because what happens out of this could be, you know, vital for, um, you know, how you're going to be able to live for the next couple of years. Yeah, I think it's very, very important. I mean, uh, We've seen interest rates on the rise consistently. I mean, I, I think rates are, the Reserve Bank's been pushing rates up to try to slow the economy down. We've still got overemployment based on the numbers that are coming out, you know, around the 3% unemployment mark. That's very, very low. Um, but now we're starting to see signs in the United States of, of it going the opposite way with uh, some of the smaller banks starting to fail. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. That's not a good thing. 
No. It's an interesting point, too, because in real terms, the COVID showed us in the last couple of years that the state election is is uh, more important than what the federal election is because the state has more powers over your day-to-day things than what the federal government does. That's right. The state's got an awful lot of power, and uh, it, it was uh, and the cooperation between all the states during COVID and lockdown um, really drove the economy, it, well, basically drove the economy into the ground. And uh, uh, if it wasn't for all the spending going on at the time, uh, things would have been a hell of a lot worse. But now, of course, we're seeing the backwash of all of that. There's too much cash. Uh, states and federal governments have got major deficits. Not a lot of, lot of room for them to manoeuvre when it comes to another recession, if we're going to have one. And I think we've just got a recession around the corner by the smell of it. Yeah, but what can you do to stop it? Well, that's that's the $64 question. I mean, the governments have got to slow down their spending and start to get back on track in terms of bringing budgets into balance again. Uh, and uh, that will slow the economy down even more because the governments are spending less. I mean, I mean, in New South Wales, I don't know whether people realise it now, but the New South Wales government employs one person in ten. One person <laughs> in ten. Holy dooly. Yeah, over 440,000 people work for the New South Wales government. Amazing. One way or the other. But will we ever get rid of one level of government? We've got three levels of governments, which is one too many. No, well, I, I don't think that will ever happen. No. Um, it, this is a federation. Uh, state, state governments really formed together, came together to form the federal government. And uh, under in, in Australian law, local government, the, the LGAs, are a, a legislative beast of the state government. So... State governments are very pivotal in the whole process of, of Australian democracy. Um, they're not about to send themselves or sign themselves off any time in the future. And think of it this way, Blakey, would you like the federal government just to be making decisions on behalf of what you're doing all over Australia and you have no say in it? I'd, I'd like the government to make the same decision, doesn't matter where I live in Australia, not all these different rules. Well, I think uh, from, a, from a consistency point of view, I agree with you there. There's no question of that. But much harder to influence political uh, flavour of government if you've only got one government in Canberra that's representing all 25 million of us and there's nothing in between. It's pretty hard to uh, pretty hard to know and understand what's going on in Canberra, yeah. I say. Yeah, but people say that about local government, about state government, about every level of government. Well, local, local government is meant to be the government that you can see and feel and if you want to participate, uh, you know, go down to the local town hall and have your say, but how many people would ever get a chance to go to Canberra um, yeah. to do the same? It would yeah. be, it'd be very hard and almost impossible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Okay, sure. so pre-polling, what do we do if we can't get the next Saturday? Well, pre-poll is actually open today. Um, this election, this time around, we've only got one week of pre-poll. Normally in the past, certainly in the last few elections, we've had two weeks of pre-poll. We would, we would already be one week into a pre-poll process, but uh, actually pre-polls happen today. Uh, there, every electorate or every electoral district, as they call them now, has uh, a number of pre-poll stations open, and uh, you can go down there and, and, and uh, hand on heart saying, I'm not going to be around on the 25th of March. I'd like to uh, register my vote today, and they will do it for you. So. Yeah. Uh, it's a little hard uh, on the on the um, political parties and the independents to get these places manned, but uh, they do get manned and uh, go out and cast your vote. It's very, very important.
And cast your vote. Do it right. Don't just write something on the silly type of thing because it doesn't do anything for anyone. No, that's right. It's, it's not, not the right thing to be, uh, you know, get frustrated and just not, not vote for someone. I think you need to sit, sit down and think seriously about where your vote should be. You know, who do you believe should be representing you uh, in the state parliament uh, in, the, uh, in the upper house? Of course, which would be me. Thank you very much. <laughs> or in the lower house, if there's a shooter, species and farmers person there, vote for that one too. Because <laughs> yeah, remember, by writing something nasty or something silly on the on the uh, polling sheet, it doesn't do anything for the parties because there's independent people there doing all the counting. And if the if the ministers were the ones reading it, well, then you'd say, okay, it's worth doing, but they don't <laughs> even see it, so they That's don't right. know. No, that's right, and and uh, exactly, and the and the those that were ministers are now no longer ministers, and uh, uh, with the way things are tracking at the moment, um, I don't know what your view is, but there's a very large undecided vote out there, and uh, um, no one really knows exactly who is going to win. Um, we may end up in a situation where we have uh, a minority government either on the coalition or on the uh, the Labor Party, uh, in which case they would then be turning to various uh, opposition types to, uh, or sorry, crossbench types to look for support to form government. Now, uh, as a fisho and as a shooter and as a hunter, uh, if Labor was to seek seek support in the lower house for government, you know who they'd be going to, don't you? They'd be going to uh, our friends, uh, the Greens. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're certainly no friend of the fisho and no friend of the shooter. That's right. So uh, think very, very carefully. And as far as the uh, coalition's concerned, they may well be going off to, to get support from the likes of Mr Alex Greenwich, member for Sydney, who's also no friend of the Fisco and no friend of the shooter and the hunter. So there's a Hobson's choice there. If you're going to vote one way or the other, uh, you know, which is what you're, you're advocating for, vote one way or the other, don't vote informal. And either, either let them form government in majority or, you know, vote for the other side to do the same thing because it's just no good to have a minority government in the current circumstances with crossbenchers, with crazy right, you know, animal rights type ideas or, you know, you, you know what I'm getting to when I'm talking about that sort of thing. Yes. And worth doing a, a little bit of research too. I mean, like, for example, when the Teals launched their campaign on the northern beaches, we all grabbed our arms. We thought we were being invaded. It was like an army of people walking <laughs> up the street. Just because they've got a contingent of people around them and they're waving the placards and, and, and it might look from like, a... Like the Pied Piper leaving yeah, all the rats away. <laughs> from a marketing point of view, it might look great, but it's not necessarily the policy that you want to be, you know, no, bringing right. in. Exactly, Grant. You should be doing the research and again uh, it's you know it's, it's, if your fishing is very important to you in your life and it's important to me and you and certainly to Blakey uh, and you, these people have got ideas that they don't like you to go fishing here or they want to set a marine park up there and certainly uh, uh, the Greens are talking about a marine park again in Sydney and the Animal Justice Party are too you can't give these people a vote they will destroy the culture that we've enjoyed for yeah. hundreds of years I mean, it's just ridiculous and there is no good reason for it it's just we don't like what you're doing for some crazy reason, so therefore you should not be allowed to do it. So they can sit around the fire, the, they're um, burning all their natural resources, singing Kumbaya and feeling mm -hmm. nice. That's right, and they don't even get a chance to eat a nice, a nice fresh fish that's come, mm -hmm. out, of the, come, come out of the ocean uh, in a sustainable way.
That's right. But, but they'll buy the fish that comes from overseas because that makes them feel better. Oh, that's right. It's the same with the timber industry. We don't, last thing we want is to have a, a sustainable timber industry in New South Wales. Let's buy all the, all the stuff that's knocked over in Indonesia that's or in right. PNG by some corrupt uh, timber merchant. Let's do that instead. That's much better. That makes me feel good. Actually, Kumbaya, I, I feel Kumbaya coming up. <laughs> good to see <laughs> okay Robert thank you very much for your time this morning good luck in the next next Saturday Boat Shooters, Fishers and Farmers thank you guys thank okay you. right that was Robert Borzak Upper House Boat Shooters, Fishers and Farmers we better take a break we should do that on the Super Radio Network talking sports back with the full team of course Gab Robbo as per usual will be fielding in left field Peter Tunks will be holding tight up front the tough Brady Papworth to join us a little bit later off the bench and yours truly Grant Hughes uh, trying to maintain some sort of semblance of reality throughout in the year of 2023 good luck the boys talk sports look best three as a radio on in Australia I've got no doubt about that no doubt about that. Well, I saw you, Husey, on a bit of a Facebook clip they took of you yesterday, and I thought an immaculate man like you would be dressed in the nines and there you were in a singlet with your guns out, and I said, good on you, son. Weekday afternoons, the boys talk sports. Yeah, look, I'm out bush in Queensland. It's just absolutely lovely show. You were dearly missed, and I, I, I think there should be a law against you taking holidays <laughs> anyway. Have your say. Love your show, boys, and really, really appreciate every three hours of experience. Uh, Thank well you, mate. done. On the Super Radio Network. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. Or call 1-300-88-6660. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1-300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392-182. You can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63 72 33 33. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arbor Vitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arbor Vitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300-879-863. News, sports, talk. 2SM 1269. More. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 21 after 6 on High Tide. Grant Boyd and, and Alan Blake with you this morning. Kieran Week, Ricky away on the sick list today. Still, still, no, it's Captain Queensland. Oh, nice part of the world. Oh, I was looking at this guy's website. I yes. don't know if he's a fisherman or a hunter because I've never seen fish on his Instagram. They are huge. There's big fish up there. Double Island Point Fishing Charters. Greg, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. What's happening up at Double Island Point? Um, absolutely beautiful this morning. I'm actually steaming. I'm well outside the bar. I'm probably halfway out to where I'm going to start this morning. And yeah, magic conditions. Good. What what fish have been on the chew up there at the moment? Um, we've, we've had Spanish mackerel, although there's a closure on charters for this year allowed to catch them, so the Spanish mackerel have been absolutely red hot in a couple of days when the um, the closure finishes for everyone else. Yeah, 23rd so I think it is, yep. There'll be um, plenty caught by everyone. Um, so the flagging's going well. There's still plenty of dolphin fish on the fads, and the reef fishing has been good as well, although the sharks have been murder. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely with the reef fishing, you sort of seem to, seem to lose the prize of the catch. You get some lovely heads at the moment, but plenty of fish anyway. The, um, the reef fishing's been good too. Okay. And, uh, how's the bar up there at the moment? Um, well, we've had no swell. The bar conditions are pretty good. Um, I crossed it in the dark this morning. Um, and yeah, pretty pretty flat, but um, it is a bar which you need to either have daylight or know what you're doing. Across. How did how did they go with that uh, trial of the uh, virtual chart? Where they're going to have it? Oh, that, that's excellent. So with the um, with the AIS, that actually pops up on my GPS, and I've got my my tracks and waypoints I use anyway, as well as the Coast Guard one. Yes. Um, and the the marks are actually spot on. They're in the best part of the channel, so they're really good. You, you do need AIS to access it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the waypoint markers they've put in, the, the virtual markers, they're spot on on the best channel. Yeah, so if people don't know, you've got a paper chart, it goes out of date very quickly type of thing. With this virtual one they're putting in, where they can just remap it with drones and do things like that, they can change it. So it'll overlay on your GPS, you know exactly where to go when you're crossing the bar. It's a smart move. Exactly. The, um, the Coast Guard boats can go out. If, if they've been in and out, they, oh, there's a sandbank forming there, they can shift the marker across just a little bit. Yes. It, it adjusts itself even onto my GPS or anyone with AIS. Hey, hey, good way what to go. What a great system. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Everywhere type of thing. It's safety. So, well, that's it's, good. It's uh, definitely the way of the future for them. Yes. You know, like the, the technology being used right. That's right. Okay, and you got many bookings available or are you flat out up there at the moment? Um, I'm, I'm flat out until uh, after Easter. I've got a little bit of midweek availability um, sort of next week. But then over Easter, I'm pretty flat out. And then after Easter, things open back up until sort of uh, our winter bookings begin in sort of June with the snapper snapper run up here. Okay. And what what's your normal day out? If someone wants to book you for a charter, what what time do you leave? What do you do? What time do you get back? 
Um, this morning we left about 4.30. We sort of leave 4.30 to 5 o'clock, depending on, you know, when everyone gets there and also um, time of year through yeah. winter when it's light. Later we push it back a little bit. And um, back in around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So we do a pretty fair size day, 10 hours. But yeah. um, up here, off Fraser, we, we also have to do quite a few miles at times. So... You know, you, you do do your hour each way travel. Yeah, okay, yeah, but you've got to do that, it's no problem, yeah. And for, for people, you don't recommend to cross a bay if you don't know, but you're doing it every day and you've got that virtual chart, it makes life a lot easier. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it every day and, and I also know you've got to trust your gut, you've got to know when the, there's a bit of swell on, hang on, guys will just hang out for five minutes and wait for a bit of daylight. I'd yes. like to see where I'm going. Yeah, good idea. And watch it and see when the, right. the sets are coming through and, and get a gay, a feel for the area. Okay. Yeah, well, see, the White Bay Bar, it's, it's not a short bar like a lot of the New South Wales bars. <laughs> That's <bar>. right. <laughs> um, there's, there's a section called the Mad Mile, which is a nautical mile long. Yes. <laughs> pretty much anything can happen, you know. That, that's where all the pressure waves are. The, yeah. That's a nasty area. Um, and the actual bar itself is nearly, nearly three and a half, four mile long. That's right. You, well, as you come out, you've got to basically turn north and go up a fair way and come back around. There's a few yeah. smarties that cut in on the southern side, but I haven't tried that. My back draws too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a, there is a big dog leg in the bar, so you've got to follow the waypoints and yeah. go from one point to the next to the next. Yeah. No worries. Okay, great. Now, what's your website if people want to have a look and, and book? Um, Double Island Point Fishing Charters. Um, I've got a Facebook page, so that's pretty easy to find me on Facebook. And um, also a website there. So Double Island Point Fishing Charters is it. Okay. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Greg, and have a great day. Not a problem. Have a great day, guys. Okay. Um, yeah. Talk soon. Okay. Those, those on, on, on his website, the... Uh, you know, you've got people talking about the time they went out fishing yeah. and how much they enjoyed it. Some of the photos of the fish. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Talk about jealous. Okay, we'll take a break. What time is it? It's twenty-seven minutes past six. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls. Local legends wanted. 
find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Broomview makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. You can send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888-9670-8888. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Fishing down the river again. It is just on 6.30 in New South Wales, Mr Blake, and we're heading for a nice day. We are heading for a nice day, and we've got the member for Dubbo, who is also mm. the Minister for Agriculture, Water and Western New South Wales. Honourable Dougal Saw, this morning, Dougal. Gentlemen, good morning. How, how is it out your way today? Bloody beautiful, actually. It's a nice crisp start to the day. I think we're heading for a top of about 38. Ooh, okay. Uh, right, right now it's quite cool. Quite yep. delightful. Okay. Now we have an election happening next week. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> it starts today, boys. It's uh, pre-pol starts today. So, yeah. Um, right across the state and then the day off tomorrow and then back into it Monday to Friday and then election day itself on next Saturday. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, okay. It's happening. Now, tell me, what's the coalition going to do for us fisher people? Well, look, a fairly significant uplift for all fishers right around the state. And we know there's, uh, you know, anywhere between a million and a million and a half fishers. We're announcing today uh, $25.5 million to upgrade new and existing facilities across Western Sydney to start with, but also across regional New South Wales. And there's, I'll give you the, the breakdown of that. So there's $10 million bucks for fishing sites in Western Sydney. There's uh, 500k specifically to open up Penrith Lakes. There's $10 million to invest um, around regional New South Wales, so up and down the coast and also inland. And there's $5 million for six new fishing platforms on the Parramatta River and also the Georges River, so three each of those respectively. So part of the plan here is really to provide better access. So that might be through um, boat ramps, in some cases boat ramps that are really not fit for purpose anymore, or in some cases brand new boat ramps, but it might also be parking areas, access pathways, um, some of those fishing platforms I mentioned, or pontoons that we've, we've got in uh, quite a few spots around rivers where I am. 
Um, and things like um, family fishing areas, so looking at picnic grounds and, um, and and turning them into destinations where families can spend time together because we know people love you know, fishing together and fishing is for life. So it's about really providing better access, better uplift to all of the facilities we have and encouraging more people to wet a line. Okay. Now, one thing I must... Uh Wiseman's Ferry's got a beautiful new boat ramp with plenty of parking, but it's got no fish cleaning table. Yeah, well, that's that's another one of the uh, the big ones here, fish cleaning tables. Um, so, so they, look, and I guess each site or each um, each area will be assessed as to what it actually needs, and there'll be a process to go through with rep fishers about what they actually want in that spot. So if there's a real demand for a fish cleaning table right near a boat ramp where there never has been on, happy days. That, that makes perfect sense. If there's no pathway leading from a parking area down to a fishing platform, happy days, it makes sense. You actually need to look at doing a, a footpath. So all of those things will be looked at, but it's about making sure that people get to where they want to fish uh, and, and do it when they want to do it. So so this money you're talking about today is coming from DPI. It's not coming from the from the Boating Now program. No, no, it's not coming. This is brand new money. This is, uh, this is if re-elected, the Liberals and Nationals government will invest this money Okay. Uh, it will be dispersed through DPI, but this is this is new money. This is an election commitment to say, if we're back uh, after March 25, we will be spending this money. And look, you know, for Western Sydney, uh, a massive opportunity. There's there's plenty of people who have to travel quite a distance to do their fishing. Uh, the Penrith Lakes one, 500 grand there. Really, the the, the lakes themselves are utilised for mostly you know boating or, or rowing. Yes. But there's great opportunities for fishing there. And there is an existing car park, for example, but we know that it's not exactly as good as it could be and there's not exactly a good pathway that leads from that to where people can get down to the fish behind where the, uh, the, the boat sheds are. So that's part of it. So new signage as well to make sure that people get where they want to get. Um, accessibility for, for people of, of all ages and shapes and sizes as well, just to make sure it's a sport that, and a recreation that people can actually take part in uh, right across the state. Okay, beautiful. And what else has been happening at fisheries? Oh well, it's, it's been a fair bit on. Obviously, we've we've got um, you know some some pretty difficult scenarios up and down the coast of inland. There's been unfortunately a bit more of the hypoxia happening out in uh, in rivers in western New South Wales yeah. at the moment, uh, low Broken oxygen hell, levels. Yeah. And look, it's you know it, it's one of those things that is very difficult to manage. In fact, you really can't manage it. It's, it's nature. Uh, we've had significant problems with the flooding and now we've got problems with just really high temperatures. Again, that drops oxygen levels through our river systems and unfortunately we're seeing it's mostly bony herring at the moment and a few bony brim, but um, there is a bit of a concern about some of our, our larger species like Murray Cod and, and Yellow Bellies this weekend uh, because, as I mentioned, we've got hot temperatures and further west it'll be above 40 degrees and in areas where the water quality is still a, a bit odd as water's still running in from paddocks, when it heats up as well, it just makes it almost unlivable, as we're seeing. So, um, you know, that's a concern. That's an ongoing thing that we do want people to report in. Um, but, look, it's, it's you know, we can't actually fix the situation. We just need, I guess, people to, to let us know where things are happening in their part of the world. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the river system. It's just a boom or bust situation with those fish. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. And, look, you know, what... Part of what we're announcing today is to make sure that people on inland rivers as well, which is where I am. I'm on the Macquarie and um, popped down yesterday afternoon with a mate just to just have a bit of a scout around, a bit of a look. And you know, people in in different parts of regional New South Wales love the opportunity to spend time on on a riverbank. And 
Um, you know, you want to be catching beautiful fish. Uh, you don't want to have to be facing, you know, large amounts of fish washing up because the, the river levels aren't what they could be. But, um, you know, we're doing everything as we can. And I think uh, wreck fishers right around the state this morning will be really pleasantly uh, waking up to the news of this uplift. I've spoken to quite a few mates who are involved in wreck fishing and they reckon this is a real opportunity to spread the word. Right. Um, and the more we can do to help uh, help people get access to those waterways they want to fish in, the better. Yeah, it sounds good to me. It does sound good. Now, there's no new marine parks on the horizon with the Coalition Party? No, there's no new marine parks. I mean, look, you know, the... the I guess you're playing a balancing act with everything in life uh, these days. You're playing a balancing act, but there will be certainly no net loss of fishing grounds and there's certainly no new marine parks planned. Um, you know, we, we also value the opportunity for people to, to do the right thing in all areas and part of that is responsibility of fishers to, to look after where they are, um, report people who are doing the wrong thing and most people do the right thing, as with everything in life. You know, most yeah. people are good. It's just, a, uh, unfortunately, that, that a few that make it difficult for everyone. I mentioned being down on the riverbank yesterday with a mate. We cleaned up uh, a whole heap of fishing line that somebody had left there. Yeah. Now, that's not a good look for fishers, you know, and yeah. everyone who's a fisher gets a bit upset with that. But there's still a few people that do it, leave rubbish where they're fish, yes. leave their gear where they're fish, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's not a good look. Um, so it's about encouraging everyone to do the right thing, and we can all benefit from it. Always take home more rubbish than what you bring. Exactly right. Not hard, is it? No, it's not rocket science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Dougal, thank you very much for your time this morning. Good uh, on you guys. Uh, Have a great day. Good luck next weekend. Good on you. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Okay, bye. bye. The Honourable Dougal Saunders. Yeah. It's 22 minutes away from 7. We'll be back right after this. We're going to catch up with Swanee. Afternoons with Pete Davis. I'm a good teacher. So what's your, uh, what's your thoughts on it then? We shouldn't go completely ahead with it. Australia should have nuclear reactors. He's talking about the waste. One of the ways that they're converting the waste is to make it into what's called synthetic rock. Pete Davis. For goodness sake, you've, got to, you've only got to look at the history of Hiroshima and uh, the possibilities of that happening again. And thank goodness that we're having trouble Russia, but they've got the common sense not to go. Down that track. Following the John Law Show on Sydney's 2SM. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgrouppranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 That's 0429-691-413. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more, Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento. Awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia.
movement that inspires. Are you thinking of making a move away from the hustle and the bustle of city life? Maybe you've got a few acres and a new country-style house in mind, huh? Well, whatever you're after, you can build it very, very easily with Pal Kit Homes. Find out more at Pal Kit Homes. That's P-A-A-L, P-A-A-L Kit Homes, dot com dot A-U, or phone them. Pal Kit Homes, their telephone number is 1-800-024-912. one 912 Peter's of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peter's also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I it certainly is. We've still got about 18 minutes of the program left to go. And uh, Blakey, the minister was talking about some... Some things that, you know, uh, some promises that were going to be made up around your area. Yes. Something we should mention, you sent this to me during the week, uh, about the Windsor boat ramp closure. Yeah, they've got to do some work at the Richmond Bridge and they've got a big barge they've got to put in and, and take out. So the Windsor boat ramp will be closed on the 20th of March for the day. No one can enter or, or retrieve. Yeah. And also the 5th of April. Okay, so just keep that in mind. There is signs up there, but if you think about going up there, there's two days it's closed, and it must be a fairly big barge. You're setting up a crane to get it in and out type of thing, so you won't be able to use the boat ramp at all. And and they've given plenty of notice, and it's only two days, and it's midweek. That's right. So, you know, it's got to be done. You've got to do this work. Yeah. You can't take a barge all the way around by water. Too. It's, it's a fairly long <laughs> and expensive exercise. <laughs> it's much cheaper to use the crane. So, yeah, Windsor Boat Ramp, 20th of March and the 5th of April will be closed both days. Well, I suppose the good news for Swanee, too, is nobody's going to hassle him about mud crabs because uh, Kieran's away. Kieran's still sick left, so he's not up there. Morning, Swanee. Morning, Eva. How are you? Morning. Yeah, closed ramp for a couple of days, mate. The one across the road here has been closed and... January and won't open till May, I think they said. That's Queensland. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Why is that? It's going to be interesting over uh, over Easter with one round closed. And it'll be, uh, yeah. It's going to be... Are they doing an upgrade on it or what are they doing? Yeah, mate, yeah. These are doing it. They've got sinkholes on it all the time. It seems to undermine the water, undermines it. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and uh, you, uh, you go there one day and... There's a big hole in the middle of the, in the middle of the car park. <laughs> oh, <I see laughs> yeah, so they're really they're gonna they've, they've done work on it before, but this time they're, <laughs> they're gonna do a proper job on it for the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, the fishing's been pretty good, mate. Offshore, um, yeah, plenty of dollies out on the, on the uh, blinkers and, and fad, uh with a few cobia mixed in. Um, I haven't heard too much on the marlin scene. They got a few last week, little blacks, but I haven't heard anything this week. But uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, um, you mightn't have to go that far. Watch the uh, Channel 7 Prime News last night, and a uh, fella had a drone up on a beach just south of uh, Noosa, and there was a big bait ball there. And uh, they were all on about the two absolute monster-body tiger sharks that, that were feeding on this bait ball, uh, and they were monsters, I'll tell you. 
Yeah, I don't like drones. I've got to be honest, Swanee. I don't like the drones going out over. They tell you what's there. You don't need to know. I'd rather know not know that there's tiger sharks everywhere I'm surfing. Or don't even like the drones. Anyhow, I wasn't more interested in the tiger sharks and what was going on around it because if you look past the past the tiger sharks, there was just absolutely acres of. Uh, the long-tailed churner um, and what looked like spotty mackerel and all sorts of mackerel and just about every pelagic you could think of. But, uh, uh, yeah, um, so you might save yourself a trip out wide. You can have a look along the beaches and see if you can find one of these bait balls. The other one will have a ball, just a metal slug, yeah. something with a bit of blue or or, or, or uh, dark blue colour in them. And, uh, yeah, you'll have no trouble getting the food. Or just having a bit of fun, get a bit of sashimi if you like that sort of thing. I don't. But then, yeah, uh, yeah the river's been a bit quiet. Um, yeah, there haven't been too many boats out, actually, but uh, a couple of fellas that I have talked to, they've been getting some uh, good grutter and a few brim uh, and the odd uh, um, golden trevally, too, on, on the abbeys. Uh, still plenty of flathead, of course. You've got to have a bit of a drift around with white bait or blue bait or even... Uh, the uh, pillies do a bit of a drift around the uh, around the drop-offs and edges of the island, found a world of mouth, you'll get a feed. Uh, mud crabs, I haven't had the spot in this week. Uh, I haven't been able to get any mullets for bait, but I managed to get some uh, some chook frames uh, the other day, so I'll probably put them in next Wednesday. Uh, we've got to go to soccer, and on the way out in the dark, I'll pop it in and and uh, pick it up early in the morning to see if there's a few muddies around on the, the bigger tides on the new moon. Seem to be all right. Uh, and around the full moon too with the bigger tides that get the smell going all around. Yeah, generally that's about it, fellas. Okay, you know. Swanee, with the, the chook bait, the, the chicken frames, do you put yeah. anything on them or just let them mature a bit? Uh, well, actually, it's funny you say that. I, I, I haven't been putting them in fresh, but... Uh, Last August, I think at the end of winter, and I put it in when I had the best catch of lot. Was when I got uh, I got five legal uh, male muddies in one hit, and they're all full of meat. I got a, some chook uh, uh, frames off out of coals. I think I think it was coals. Yeah, it was out of coals. And when I got home and opened the bag up, you know, you get that awful iodine uh, smell. Yeah, yeah smell. <laughs> yes, not a good ad for. I wouldn't have liked to make soup out of it, put it that way, but uh, I popped it in the trap that night and it did the job, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, if, uh, I usually put it in fresh, but uh, pull them out and let them go a little bit off. Yeah. And see what happens. Okay. Roll and error, fellas. Okay, oh, no worries. That's all right. Could you... That's... You know, you hear people using chicken, they put a bit of tuna oil on it, a bit of parmesan on it type of thing. It works for the fish. You'd think it'll work for the crabs. Yeah, yeah, could soak it in uh, tuna oil. Yeah, yeah, why not? Try anything, mate. That's yeah. right. It's it's a good alternative to mullet type of thing. There's plenty of chook frames around. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And now I got I got actually my young bloke Benny. He's now a boy boy. He went out uh, chasing flathead on Lewis uh, soft plastics with uh, um, with his cousin Rick, and uh, he kept sending me during the morning last Saturday morning. Was he kept sending me uh, uh, videos? On the phone, uh, they've absolutely knocked the flathead dead from around near this island, uh, Orange Grove, and down to the half tide rock. So if you're down that way and you want to feed a flathead, 
put some soft plastics on. Anyhow, I sent him down some of the clone prawns to give them a go. Yeah. Uh, that, that I was given, and uh, I sent him a few down. So they're going to next Saturday, I think. They're going to get out and have another crack. Uh, be interesting to see how they go. Okay, no worries. There's a fishing report from the Brisbane board of my old stopping ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I wish I was there now. It's the best time in March, arguably the best time of year to fish there, especially Paddy's Channel. Yeah. With a bucket of full of squirt worms, mate, and brim and white. Anyway. Just down near the channel markers. Yeah, yeah, anywhere, near a channel marker. Yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks for that, Sweeney. Thanks, Yvonne. All right, then. Yeah, yeah, go to George. Yeah. Has to get the swipe in. Has to get the swipe in. There you go. Now, uh, Ian from Colton rang in. He reports that Brooklyn Boat Ramp Car Park is very busy. There's a lot of workers down on the river there doing bits and pieces. So Mm -hmm. uh, just keep an eye out there. And he also had a question. Uh, for me, he said, what's the most suitable tyre to use on a single axle trailer that goes on and off road? And you're not going to say a black one, are you? No, I'm not going to say a black one. Well, they can buy white tyres for forklifts. But <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen white tyres in a forklift? Uh, what about on a, you couldn't put it on a boat? No, no, no. Look, the best tyre is, is a light right. truck tyre. You don't want a radial tyre yeah. on a trailer because you don't want it rolling around. And a radial tyre is designed to you know, play silly buggers, yeah. basically, type of thing. So a light truck tyre, and they normally carry more pressure. And look at the tyre placards. You want the pressure up, not lower the pressure, because you don't want it to roll around on the rim. That'll make the boat sway and play up. So, you know, if it's rated at 45 or 50 PSI, which most of the light truck tyres up, you want 45 PSI or 48 PSI, or whatever it is in the equivalent in KPA. Yeah. Um, or in atmospheric pressures type of thing. So, you know, you want... So don't be scared. Don't be scared. That more pressure yeah. is good in a tyre type. You don't want a belly in it, but a light truck tyre, not a radial tyre. Yeah. That's the best. And we, we to, all the trailers come on new, they all have a light truck tyre. I'm not a radial tyre for that reason. Speaking of being busy, you know who has been busy? Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle. He's not going to join us this morning. Oh, okay. Tony's on deck. Again, Tony. Me again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, you, you guys have covered just about everything this morning. Politics, football, Tires. racing, <laughs> the whole lot, chasing fish when vibes. That's, uh, yeah, I was uh, very interested in that uh, with the vibes. Um, we um, chase uh, jewies in the holes with vibes, just the same principle, drop them down and zim them up but uh, you, you catch a little bit of everything with those you know, even the odd shark so. yes <laughs> yeah so it's, it's all good I've even caught stingrays on them so that's oh, good now this is what we mentioned the race tips do you want the race tips for today yeah sure ok they're all in Sydney today um, mm-hmm. race 7 number 1 Animo Animo yep race 9 number 2 Uncommon James Right. Uh, race four, number two, elliptical. Yep. And race eight, number ten, learning to fly. He had to repeat yep. them because I left my phone in the car and haven't put them on the website, yes. on the, on the no, Facebook page. No, I know. I'm <laughs> slack. No, I'll but the podcasts are up. They're for me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's right. And what else has been happening at Stuff Salamander Bait and Tackle? Very busy, like a bit of a uh, boat show this morning. Lots of guys going out, taking advantage of the very still and calm conditions. Nice and warm. It's quite a balmy morning. Um, 
We had a high tide this morning at about ten past six, I think, of uh, ooh, 1.76, and a low at one o'clock of 0.37, and a high again in the evening of 1.37 at 7.04. So, look, plenty of opportunities there to fish the top of the tide or the bottom of the tide, whatever turns you on. But, look, some great fish being taken around the bay. Uh, uh, I haven't had a chance to go out for a fish myself, but I had a customer come in yesterday, went out and got half a dozen nice flatheads and dropped one in for me for my dinner last night, which oh, was really nice. They're the sort of customers you want. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, they give you more of the tips, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's payback commission. One of our customers coming just with two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts for us. Yeah, well, I was, yeah, listening to that too, you get them all over your shirt, fellas. <laughs> That's PJ. <laughs> That's PJ. <laughs> well, I'm going to have avocado on toast with a sprite of lemon on it. So I smashed avocado. What about a bit of feta on it as well and do all that sort of stuff? No, I haven't got any feta. Um, no, the avocado on toast with a squeeze of lemon over the top of it's very nice. Very nice. You can put a smear of Vegemite on the bottom of the toast if you like. Now, how come Matt's having all this time off? You were there yesterday, you are there today, you are there last night. Tony's such a good worker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he's gone away to a, um, a mission or something. Yeah, oh, a mission. <laughs> he's on a mission from God. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, look, it's the first four-day block he's had off in uh, seven years, so I think he deserves it. Oh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. It sounds like a politician <laughs> reading from a script to me. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I've just got to get the lounge chair out before he gets back. Has <laughs> is, is he, go, he gone away somewhere for that or is he local? No, no. I, look, I'm not sure. He just tells me that I'm working and I can use that. I tell you what, he won't take another day off, will he? He's always been treated here this morning. No, he's not here tomorrow. <laughs> uh, all, all the discounts, you know, every fifth customer's free. <laughs> oh, dear. That's a worry now. Oh, okay, Duff Salamander Tate, bait and tackle. Salamander Go there for all your, your, your oh, bait. Cranker crabs. Fishing, cranker crabs. fishing needs and, of course, avocado. cooking tips. Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought cooking into the program. <laughs> you brought cooking into the program this morning as well, Tony. This is how we get led astray. If Duff would have oh. still been there, it would have been Bundy Bear as well. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it, exactly. Uh, no, all good, guys, but um, very interesting fishing with vibes. Um, yeah, dropping them down and just lifting them up. It's nice, clean fishing. I've caught some nice juice fish on uh, on vibes. Just dropping them down and keep lifting them up. And Okay. You'll know, we'll never know what you'll catch. No worries. Okay, Tony, tough salamander take, bait and tackle, salamander... Why well, Salamander Bay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it right, sir. No, I don't want to. Thinking about something hey, else at the time. I think you've been at the Bundy Bear, mate. That's it. Four nine eight two zero seven double one. There you go. That's it. You're all over, guys. Catch Thanks, Daddy. All right. See you later. Bye. Okay, we're approaching uh, close. Hey, look, you can't tell me your life's tough at a tackle shop. We're going to have avocado on toast for breakfast. Uh, and people bringing your fish. Life's hey. going good. I'm telling. You, I reckon. I reckon Tony's probably half a cook too.
See, that, that's why Matt says he's on a diet all the time, because he eats too well. <laughs> Just to wrap things up, if you're heading out today, north to northeasterly, 15 to 20 knots should be the winds reaching 25 uh, knots offshore in the evening, around a metre on the swell, increasing to 1.5 to 2 during the afternoon. Pretty much the reports that we've been hearing from everybody around yeah, the weather spot on. There is a southerly coming through on Sunday slash Monday. Monday's going to be a bit of a wild one. South uh, east to southwesterly winds tending southerly 20 to 30 knots during the morning as well. Okay, safe boating everyone. Look forward to company. Same time, same channel tomorrow. As Kieran would say, keep your eye on the sky. Keep your eye on the sky. Yeah, we will be back tomorrow morning. A huge program lined up for you. We're going to look forward to catching up with you then. And for those people that rang in today and asked some questions. Thank you very much. We do appreciate it. We love the interaction and uh, we look forward to hearing from you tomorrow. Stand by for the news and then on the Super Radio Network, your chance to have your say.